This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Aid package headed to White House soon. Report continues uncertainty. House hearing puts focus on USMCA. U.S. Department of Agriculture rushing to finalize a trade aid package. USDA planning to hand over its proposal for a 15 to $20 billion trade assistance package to the White House by the end of the week. That according to government officials speaking with AgriPulse. Farm groups have been clear they would rather have open markets. But so long as the U.S.-China trade war continues, they'll take the assistance. In fact, representatives of farm groups have been in separate meetings for the past several days to present their cases on how much their members need. Bloomberg reporting that at least some commodities will get heftier payments than the first trade aid package unveiled last year, but USDA is already refuting at least some of the reported numbers. After first refusing to confirm or deny the reported numbers, USDA uh, later issued a statement critical of, quote, inaccurate media stories. Report raises new questions. The biggest question about the aid package, aside from payment rates, of course, is what measure of a farmer's production the payments will be based on. According to Bloomberg, USDA is considering tying payments to 2019 production. But the USDA statement seemed to rule that out by saying that the package, quote, is being designed to avoid skewing planning decisions one way or the other. University of Illinois economist Scott Irwin says basing the payments on 2019 production would inevitably influence the decision of farmers who haven't planted all their crops yet. USDA was said to be considering payments of $2 a bushel for soybeans, 63 cents a bushel for wheat, and 4 cents a bushel for corn. That according to Bloomberg. For a look at the prospects for a huge prevented planting claims this year, as well as reports on immigration, a Senate climate hearing, and African swine fever. Be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Trump demands USMCA before infrastructure. President Donald Trump appears to be playing hardball with USMCA, telling Democrats he won't work with them on an infrastructure bill until the new North American Trade Pact is approved by Congress. Once Congress has passed USMCA, we should turn our attention to a bipartisan infrastructure package, Trump told Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer in a letter ahead of the Democrats' planned visit to the White House today. The White House meeting is scheduled to be primarily on infrastructure, but Trump made it clear he's tired of waiting as Democrats demand changes to USMCA. Cargill testifying at USMCA enforcement hearing. A hearing that a House Ways and Means subcommittee is holding today could provide some fresh clues as to what it will take for Democrats to support the USMCA. The hearing will focus on enforcement issues that some Democrats say must be addressed before the implementing bill can pass the House. The witnesses will include representatives of organized labor as well as a top executive with agribusiness giant Cargill Incorporated. About 10% of Cargill's global revenue is related to trade with Mexico and Canada. A labor ally on the subcommittee, Representative Bill Passerell, says Democratic concerns about enforcing the new trade deal could be addressed without reopening negotiations with Mexico and Canada. U.S., Japan, and EU to continue talks on reforming the WTO. U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer arrives in France today to take part in an Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development Summit, but he'll be focused on China for much of the time. 
According to a USTR statement, he'll be getting together on the sidelines of the meeting with his counterparts from Japan and the EU to continue their efforts to rein in abuses of countries with non-market-oriented policies and practices, and China is a big one. NIH study provides solid diet evidence. The director of the National Institutes of Health is promoting a new study that he says shows that eating ultra-processed foods can lead people to consume more calories and gain weight. Up until now, there's a lack of definitive evidence directly tying ultra-processed foods to weight gain, Francis Collins writes in the director's blog. The study released this week involved getting 20 healthy men and women to stay at the NIH Clinical Center in Bethesda, Maryland for 28 days. They were divided into two groups that ate either unprocessed foods or ultra-processed foods. The study participants then switched diets for the next two weeks. The findings were striking. After two weeks on the ultra-processed diet, each of the volunteers gained about two pounds on average. The volunteers on diets of unprocessed foods lost two pounds. While a couple of pounds might not seem like much, the extra calories and weight associated with an ultra-processed diet would, over time, add up. USDA questioned about GAO report follow-up. A top USDA official says the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service is following through with Government Accountability Office recommendations to strengthen efforts to prevent an outbreak of foot and mouth disease. Greg Iba, USDA's Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs, said during a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday that the agency is working with Customs and Border Protection to identify the countries that are the greatest risk for sending the disease to the U.S. In March, the GAO recommended AFA strengthen FMD prevention efforts by following procedures to prioritize and monitor the completion of corrective actions related to vaccinations. The 2018 Farm Bill included provisions to supply FMD vaccines. Clean water case could get dropped. Government officials in Maui County, Hawaii, will decide today whether to move forward with settlement talks that shut down high-profile groundwater case that's been before the U.S. Supreme Court. Farm groups have been watching the case closely out of concern that the Ninth Circuit ruling could open the door to regulation of nutrients that flow through groundwater. Environmentalists are concerned that the ruling will be overturned. So lawyers representing environmental groups have proposed a settlement agreement that would result in the county dropping the case. Here's today's He Said It. Best I can tell, I'm supposed to sign up for PP, MFP, and PLC then plant beans and collect LDP. A Texas farmer, Heath Kimberl on Twitter, quipping about the dilemma created by the combination of planting delays, USDA's trade aid package, and low commodity prices. For those unaccustomed to this pea soup, PP stands for Prevented Planting Insurance Coverage. MFP is the Market Facilitation Program, or trade aid. PLC is price loss coverage, and LDP refers to loan deficiency payments. Farmers collect PLC payments and LDP is when commodity prices fall below particular marks. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.